I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Many people have demonized free trade agreements. So what exactly are these agreements and what is so bad about them? And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Thursday thug, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Nick, I don't know if you know this or not. This was breaking news on, was it, the jump, I think, the other day, that somebody... You know the jump always breaking news. Yes, when you have Kendrick Perkins, but I th- I don't even think it was Perk. I think it was... Did you see Perk on the cover of SI, by the way? What, <laughs> Just keep what going. A, keep what going. a perfect combination of SI and Perk, but... <laughs> I'm just going to leave that. But anyway... Ruining your brand one pairing at a time. I think it was Wendy. I, I just want to get this out of here because I don't know if you know this, that the Mavericks are going to be interested in Giannis. That some say that they are they? they're going to be interested in Giannis in 2021 free agency. So I, I just didn't know if that was something you didn't know. I heard actually that they're going to be first in line, like ready to bring him on. I think that they're going to move heaven and earth to try to get Giannis. I don't know. Does that mean first in line? Of all the other teams, or first in line for them, um, it said they'll be at the front of the line. I I don't know if they're cutting or absolutely incredible. All right, on today's show, Isaac and I are going to be doing our trade targets. We're continuing our series with the Pelicans and the Knicks. There's a bunch of different players we're going to focus on for those two teams. Today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. All right, Isaac. Uh, we also have a little bit of a little bit of news first. Okay. Um, Buddy Heald lives in Dallas. <laughs> I just took a drink. My- <laughs> I almost got. I have not gotten a spit take out of you once this whole <laughs> podcast, and I, one day I'm going to get it. And that was almost it. I almost got a spit take from Isaac. You almost just spit up all over your monitor. <laughs> I think we could form a roster of players who live in Dallas in the off season. Um, I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, Miles Turner, uh, Miles a, Turner. we went through this whole Jimmy Butler bit. Um, yeah, I, I, get, last it. I year. get it. it. We're joking about this buddy Hill thing. It was tweeted to us today and I was getting all the notifications. I think I just chose not to partake in the, the banter. Yeah, shout out to my shout out to my guys Jonathan and Cameron that were tweeting at me. They were all excited about Buddy Heald. He was he was shown in Dallas. He put on his Instagram that he lives in Dallas. It's like Bahamas and then arrowed, you know, DTX or Dallas or whatever. And uh, people were all excited, like, oh, Buddy Heald's coming to Dallas. Pat, you know, get get ready for it. I mean, we've seen Miles Turner in the Mavs practice facility during the summer. That doesn't mean Miles Turner is going to be a Maverick. So yeah, which he very uh, well could. I'm not saying it's like impossible. I mean, he he could, but I, for Buddy, yeah, yeah, for Buddy, I just don't like. There's, I don't take anything at all if a player posts a picture, and I don't care if a player posts a picture and they're in front of a moving truck, moving into some mansion, like just bought a house. I'm still not going to be like, I don't have. Yeah, I'm just. 
I'm out of that now. Yeah, somebody did this with Willie Colley Stein. They said that he he said on a different Mavericks podcast that he bought a house in Dallas and he's just chilling in, in Dallas. That doesn't mean he's going to pick up his player option even, right? Like I wouldn't even go that far to say that he's you know coming back. He could go on the free agent market. Uh, I didn't even see so, this. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, but, but still, I mean that. Yeah, where a player lives. I mean, I remember the whole Jimmy Butler thing to where. He was like buying a house in fun. Fort Worth or Arlington or something or somebody were sending. Like, we had oh. we had a secret we had a secret insider that was sending us information about where, where yeah. he was buying a house. That and was I, great. It was, it's stuff like, we had it, it confirmed that he was buying a house. It's <laughs> fun. I would say it's com- fun. We had it confirmed that was last summer was so fun. He we had it confirmed that he was buying a house, and then all of a sudden on Instagram he says, he says Dallas coming it was like the, the airplane picture. Yeah. Everybody got hyped. <laughs> that was great. All right. Let's do a five-star Apple Podcast review question. Submit a question with a five-star Apple Podcast review. We will answer it. This is from Big Lou. He says, amazing pod. He or she, actually. Amazing pod. Where do you rank Luca in your top ten players in the league? Uh, here we go. Oh, boy. All right. Let's uh, let's just say how many players we we take over Luca like, for, one, for one season, right? Because I think that's best, right? So... I think we'd go LeBron, Kawhi, Durant, right? I think those three guys. I'm bringing Durant in some, back in. in I'm, bringing Cur- I'm, bringing, I'm bringing Curry back in. Yeah, I think th- uh, those guys are a top three. And then for me after that, I'm looking at AD, James Harden, Luka. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anybody else. I mean, there's some guys like Jokic. Uh, Dame. I'm not putting Dame at that level. Jimmy Butler. Uh, Paul George, like those man, are the next guys. I'm not putting Paul George. I think he dropped, a, you know, a tier there. I'm trying to, you know, I do my tiers here. Um, <laughs> I want to almost say Jimmy, but- Jimmy Butler has to be top ten at this point, right? I I did this on the pod when you were gone. I said that if your top nine is some some order of LeBron, Kawhi, you know, Giannis, Durant, Curry, oh, Harden, Luca, um, Luca, and then what did I say? A, Damian Lillard, and then there was one more that I'm missing off the top of my head, but there's one more guy, and then it has to be Jimmy Butler because the other yeah. players in the, outside of the top ten are Paul George, Jokic, you know, uh, like Jason Tatum, I guess Chris Paul, right? Like I think J- Jimmy Butler has earned his spot. Top yeah. 10. Okay. Here's okay. Let me go back. You have your top three, and then I think that next group you're looking at Anthony Davis, Harden, Luca, Steph Curry. Giannis, I'm not doing them any. That's not an order, but that that's five guys right there. And I feel like I have to put Jokic in that group after what he just did. So I mean, that's I know, but that's the thing six. Is you that t- takes take it to one. nine. Yeah. So I mean, to be safe, you say top ten player Luca. Um, you know, before the bubble, it's it's one of those things. Like before the playoffs, it's like. Yeah, Luca top five, but I think you know, like what Anthony Davis did in the playoffs, I you gotta put him over Luca right now. Um, I would take Luca over James Harden. I would do that. Um, I would personally take Luca over Jokic. Uh, I would take Luca over Giannis. But that's a, I mean, Ooh. for me, I think he's a top five player. I think he's four or five. I think you're battling. You know, assuming Steph Curry comes back, normal Steph Curry, I think Steph has to be somewhere four, five, six, and because I take Steph over James Harden, I think you know. So let's just be safe and say top five. 
of, you know, Kawhi, LeBron, KD, and then Giannis and Luka. Are you, are you down Man. for that? Hey, you're t- AD instead of Giannis? Because you oh, said you you take Luka over Giannis. Whatever. Top six. <laughs> Luka's a top six player. There you go. Top six player, top seven player, just about there. There, there you go, Big Lou. That's the, that, that's the question. Sorry, All right, coming Big up, Lou. we're going to get... We're going to get into our trade targets. We'll start with the New Orleans Pelicans. Come on, Pelicans. We'll start with them. We'll name the players we think the Mavericks should look at or try to trade. Got Drew Holiday. Got J.J. Redick. Got all kinds of guys. Isaac apparently has Lonzo Ball synergy page pulled up. So we're going to talk about those guys coming up. But before we do, one reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money. So then you can use it for other important things. Mortgage, food, all that kind of stuff. Super important. Why would you want to choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? Just as an example, a fuel pump for a Honda Odyssey is over $350 at Advance, which is a big chain store, one of those. And it's only $216 at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything that you need for example the fuel pump they have tail lights they have motor oil new carpet all that kind of stuff best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why would you want to spend that much more that i mentioned earlier for the same exact kind of part go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and write in locked on in there how did you hear about us box they know that we at the locked on podcast network sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right isaac harris let's get into the uh, new orleans pelicans trade targets again we've been doing this series you can go back through mavs trade targets through the uh, the archives here of locked on mavs and we've just been going in alphabetical order, looking through every single roster, trying to find players that the Mavericks could trade for because we think that might be their best shot to improve this roster outside of, um, you know, maybe somebody with the mid-level exception in free agency. So let's get into the New Orleans Pelicans. First of all, let's, let me ask this question about the Pelicans to you. Is New Orleans more of a rebuilding team than we thought or do they just have to get healthy? Because they were one of the worst records in the in the, you know, the West last year. The bubble play did not really help. Zion's injury obviously didn't help. You know, all that kind of stuff. What do we think about the Pelicans? Are they are they a playoff team next year with the, the Warriors coming back? I mean, it's going to be tough sledding for a team like them to get into the playoffs next year. Yeah, it's so hard. I, I, a lot of people were higher on them than I was. I, I didn't have them as a playoff team. Um, you know, I want to take the cop out and just say, well, it just depends on the health of Zion because – you know, I think Brandon Ingram, he obviously took a step. He won most improved player, we know. Um, <laughs> but like Brandon Ingram, Zion, Drew Holiday. Second in our hearts. I think they have to figure out what they do with Drew Holiday. I mean, that, that's the that's the big thing for them that I think will determine their season and like kind of like their direction and how they feel about the team, right? If they think that they're a win-now team, they think that they are a Portland or they think that they are a Utah or something like that, then you don't trade Drew Holiday because on a young team like this with Ingram, Ball, Zion, all these guys, you need a guy. Everybody wants a guy like Drew Holiday. But if they go out and trade Drew Holiday, who Dallas should jump on if they can, that mm. I think that shows you right there that they're like, hey, this is kind of a rebuild and we're going to take this slow. Right. We're going to see what they think about this team. I think they're probably, they'll probably keep them all around, right? I mean, maybe we see them make a move, but... I think that this team, they should try and run it and see what they actually have in this team. Unless they were so disappointed in what they saw in the bubble that they're, you know, they don't want to do that. But uh, 
if Drew wants to stay and Drew wants to be there, I mean, heck yeah. But if he wants to go win somewhere, if he's like, hey, get me to the Nets, get me to the Clippers, get me to the Lakers, you know, yeah. get me somewhere where I'm going to win, then, uh, then yeah, I think it's it's up to, to Drew Holiday. It doesn't seem like he's the type of guy that'll do that. But we've said that about so many guys in the past, and yeah. <laughs> everyone has moved. Everyone has moved teams. So, yeah, uh, but man. Also, by, by the way, he's he's so far removed from being an all star. We call him a former all star all the time. But he, he, what year do you think he was an all star? Oh gosh, I don't know. Five six years ago, Tw- twenty thirteen. Seven years wow. ago, he was an all star. Wild, wild, That's crazy. Uh, but no, I mean, if you can go get Drew Holiday, I think you go get him. Uh, and we've said all along, he is one of the guys that he fits everything that you would want. He's 30. He gives you the vet. He's right there in the prime of his career. He gives you the other playmaker uh, next to Luca. He's an amazing defender. Uh, I remember listening to Kevin Durant on JJ Reddick's pod, and Durant literally just, they were talking about best defenders in the league, and he's he went on this whole rant about Drew Holiday and how he's the best defender in the league and all this stuff. Um, he went on a Durant? A Durant. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah. Now his contract situation for Drew, he makes twenty six point two million dollars next season. Then he has a player option for twenty seven point one million dollars in twenty twenty one. So if you do trade for him, there is this risk. You know, I, I guess in this risk that okay, does he just pick it up and then then you're just out of the Giannis sweepstakes? And I think the bigger question is if you trade for. Is trading for Drew worth giving up on Giannis? That's hard because most of all the players in the league that people throw this at, I think somebody just threw, threw this at on Twitter uh, uh, a few days ago. I was like, well, wouldn't be able to get Chris Paul and Lou Dort be worth it? You know, Giannis ain't going to come here anyway. Like, I don't care. I, for majority of these trade proposals, I'm like, I don't want to do it because I want to have a shot at Giannis. Let's just give it a shot. Drew Holiday makes me think, and I don't know. I go back and forth on it because if the Mavs went and got Drew Holiday, I would put them right there on any level playing field for a ti- for a chance at a title next season. Fills literally everything, every box that you're yeah. trying to do next year, right? Wing defender, playmaker. He's a great playmaker. Obviously, Durant said he's the best defender in the league, the best guard defender in the league. It's exactly what you want. Veteran guy. Guy that's, you know, at least been in the playoffs before, won some playoff games. And, yeah, that's the big question. And it's a a philosophical question, really, is would you rather take something good now or risk the chance at something great? And that's that's the big question you'd have to to risk. I would do it. I would rather take the the sure thing and take, you know, Drew Holiday. Because if if Zion says that he wants – or if Giannis says he wants to – to come to Dallas, then you can make it work, right? Like you, you can make it happen. You'll move the contracts, and you can uh, even if Drew Holiday picks up that twenty-seven million, you can just take that, trade him somewhere else, or even heck, trade Porzingis somewhere else, like to put Luca and Drew and Giannis together. I mean, wh- whatever you need to do to make that happen, I think you can make that happen at the you know, when the time comes. Yeah, especially if Giannis is, is giving you hints or you know doing his you know tampering. But yeah, Drew Holiday, man, it, it'd be. Absolutely great to have. So the the trade package for for Drew Holiday is something like Tim Hardaway and Curry, or Tim Hardaway and Maxi, plus the two picks, maybe the other future second. I mean, there's just yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work right like that. That is not enough for Drew Holiday unless he demanded to trade to Dallas, right? I, mean, I think think of there's probably other teams that can make a better deal than that, but that's well, what Dallas has. Is, is there anything else they can do to sweeten that deal? Maybe throw in Brunson. You know, what else can they do? Well, yeah, but I think in his unique situation, it's kind of like the Oladipo thing. 
to where, you know, if you're just a random team out there, you're risk trading him for nothing. I mean, or like a one year rental. Like, because yeah. he does have that player option. If he was under contract, then then it's just a bidding. Like, it's not like it's Brad Beal. Brad Beal could be get traded anywhere because he's under contract forever. So with Drew, if he gets traded to a bad team, then he's just going to opt out next season and say, see ya. There's a million teams creating cap space for 2021. I'm going to go sign with a good team. So I I think that takes suitors out of the question. So I think he I think Dallas could have a realistic shot at trading for Drew if he hit the market. I just think there are some good teams out there that you know what if denver really put some peace on i mean a michael porter jr card on the table is better than anything yeah, dallas has right. to offer so i i get that you know what other team out there would go you know trading for drew i mean heck would the clippers trade paul george for drew holiday straight up i mean i might like if i was to go, so that's the, that's the other thing i wanted to mention is that in 2021 we've, we've said it's not Giannis or bust there's all these other guys you can get the other guys you can get are Kawhi, long shot. That would be obviously awesome. But yeah. it's Giannis and Kawhi, the, the top guys. Then you have Paul George and Oladipo are probably the next tier, right? I would rather have Drew Holiday than both those guys straight up. Yeah. Just like just straight up right now. And like and the so, Nets, the package the Nets could you know could put together to go get yeah. him, that's better than Dallas's offer. So going back to put your Karis point. Put Karis in there, all of a sudden it's a done deal. And because he's a third star. And... <laughs> That's what they're saying. But like I've that's the that. thing. Like good teams have a better package uh, than Dallas does for Drew Holiday. So I'm with you on that. I think they would be outbidded. Anything else they can do to make that trade better, though? Tim Hard- no. Let's just do Tim Hardaway Jr., Curry, and two picks. Yeah, I mean, I Brunson. got you know, Brunson. Brunson's the only card you had to play at that point. But I mean, we love Brunson. It's just, I mean, even the young guys in Brooklyn, like Jared Allen, is a better prospect. I mean, if they they really put their pieces on the table, their first round pick and Karis LeVert and Dinwiddie and you know Jared Allen. I mean, if they're putting all that, I mean that that's a heck of a package that Dallas just can't match at that point. Yeah, it probably won't even take that much to be honest. By the no. way, sending you know Jalen Brunson in that deal would pair Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart back together, and that would be that would be well, nice. That is that is very true. Now. JJ Reddick's on this team, and people have thrown out JJ Reddick's name because it's like, hey, he's a vet, he can shoot threes. And my whole thing with this is, are we sure like Seth Curry's not better than JJ Reddick right now? Right. That that's. I mean, are you getting JJ Reddick's probably a little bit better shot maker? Curry's going to get you the same percentage from three, but yeah. Reddick can do all the Duncan Robinson type. Actually, it was True. JJ Reddick type stuff before Duncan yeah. Robinson, but we just saw him in the final. So all the dribble handoff stuff that the Mavericks can't really do, that, that Curry doesn't really do as well as those two guys. So you get that kind of stuff. But I would rather have whatever. I mean, yeah. is Curry 90% of JJ Reddick? Like I think 95? Seth, yeah, I think Seth's a better defender, better? Better defender than JJ and... You know, a little bit younger. JJ would bring a better vet presence, but I just don't. Yeah, I would rather have Seth at that point. Can I tell you some breaking news? Do you have your phone in front of you? I don't have my phone in front. Don't of look. Me. Don't look. Adrian Wojnarowski. Oh no. Jeff Van Gundy met with ownership of this team today on the franchise's coaching job and conversations with the team will continue on Thursday. Which team do you think this is? Well, I don't even know if. Tillman could pick up a tab right now at a restaurant, so I don't I don't know if he met with them. I don't know. Pacers, Houston, Houston Rockets. Oh, please, please go back. <laughs> please, please have Jeff and Gunny coach Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Please. I would love to see that. 
All the flopping that he complained about the entire finals. Imagine him playing with Mark Jackson. Get an interview. Somebody, please hire Mark Jackson. That's all I want. I don't want to hear him. He's getting interviews. I was like, no, you can't do this to us. He's the one thing I liked on broadcast. He can't leave Twitter either. One color guy I liked, and now he's getting interviews. Dang it, Stan Van Gundy being good at your job. But oh my God, imagine Jeff Van Gundy coaching Harden and Westbrook, all the flopping that they do. Oh, he would just, he would probably have an aneurysm. Okay, before we move on from the Pelicans, I just want to say we're back. (laughs) If if Lonzo is being sold for cheap, I want him. Whoa, you do? You're in. I do. I am. I'm in. And Rick Carlisle's in too because I remember Rick Carlisle in a post or in a pregame press conference before they played the Lakers on in his rookie season saying Lonzo Ball was number one on their draft board. They loved what they saw Lonzo and UCLA. Listen, he shot 37% from three last year. His catch and shoot numbers on Synergy are decent. And <laughs> Oh, you do have his. I thought you were joking about his Synergy page. No, I actually looked actually him up. From so I, I deleted the tab a little, a little bit ago. But no, I, I do. I think his court vision, I think uh, him being able to hit a set shot. I'm not I'm not saying I would go out and like attach all the stuff to go get him. I'm just saying if yeah. they're like, hey, we don't know what his future is with us, we'll just probe the market a little bit. If Dallas could get his hands on him and uh, for a bargain price, I would like him in Dallas. He does have some weird yeah. crap. Like the shots around the yes. basket, I don't understand. Like they're legit He's- 16% in the league as far as points per possession <laughs> at shots around the basket. That is scary. But uh yeah, he's terrible around the basket finishing. He's terrible at the free throw line, but he's pretty good at catch and shoot threes. It's the it's just the weirdest like, combo the of a player. He's what we would we thought and wanted Delon to be right. Like that, he would be that. Yeah, defensively uh, he's huge. Defensively, yeah, he's, he's, he's he huge defensively. He's shot. like he's like you forget he's like six six. He has long arms. He can you know defend. He can defend his butt off. He's really good in transition. He can play make a little bit. He's not great in the half court, obviously, but he can hit a set shot. So, yeah, he is what you would want DeLon to be. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would like him in Dallas with Luka. I think their playmate, like their passing and stuff together would be, I think it would be kind of fun. But And I would trust him with Rick. Oh, the, the transition game would be so fun, for sure. Yeah, I think it would put, be. Put uh, him and Dwight out there? Heck yeah. Irony of seeing his dad uh, after Rick's comments, but oh well. <laughs> All right. What did he call him? A disgrace. <laughs> By the way, Lonzo Ball, eleven million next year, and then he's a restricted free agent after that. It's the end of his rookie deal. So we'll see what you know they do with that. So that's what anybody else on there. I think uh, they have to re-sign Brandon Ingram this offseason. He'll probably get that max. He's a restricted free agent this year. Uh, they have guys on rookie deals: Jackson Hayes, Nicole O'Malley, Nikhil Alexander Walker. I'd love Josh Hart. I, I would love him on this Mavericks team. He would fit in so well. Yeah. Him and Jalen, oh, can you imagine him and Jalen Brunson being in a backcourt, just like the jokes? And uh, Jalen Brunson would do the fake high five that would make Josh Hart look like he missed the high five again stuff. Yeah. And just the antics would be so fun. Plus, they would play well together. Uh, that would be if a we're great do a Villanova for uh, teammate. We need Mikel Bridges. I'm just going to say that. Can we get all three? Yes, please. Please. Finish the bingo chart. Devin Chinzo is going to stay in Milwaukee, though. But. Uh, Derek Favors gets mentioned a lot, but he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Etwan Moore is unrestricted free agent. Um, yeah, that, that's all. So, all right, let's move on to the New York Knicks. Ooh. We will talk about them coming up. But before we do, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and the Built Bars are better improved and even more delicious sir than they were before they have 18 incredible flavors six new ones that you may not have tried the first go around caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake 
carrot cake, apple, almond, crisp. The bars are healthy. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for a keto diet. For example, the peanut butter bar, which is a really good one. 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs. They're absolutely incredible bars. They also have this new product called Built Go. I'll throw that in as an extra. The uh, Built Go is an incredible product that is Built Bar on the go, along with caffeine. Go check that out while you're on BuiltBar.com. And go to BuiltBar.com using the promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the New York Knickerbockers. I actually got you a big trade for you here. Who will probably never trade with the Dallas Mavericks again after what happened to them with the Porzingis trade. But uh, here we are. Uh, the New York Knicks have a bunch of dudes that this they're such a weird team right now, right? We we trashed their offseason last year, and this year have all these guys on non-guaranteed deals and team and team options. Bobby Portis, uh, Taj Gibson, Wayne Ellington, Alfred Payton, Reggie Bullock, and then they have Julius Randle's guaranteed, RJ Barrett, Dennis Smith Jr., Frank Nilakina, Kevin Knox, uh, and uh those guys are all on rookie deals except for Julius Randle. So that, it's kind of Mitchell Robinson all on these rookie deals. And uh, it's just a weird, weird team. Can we just get this out here right now? Dennis <laughs> Smith Jr. would not fit with this team. Love you, Dennis. Yeah. Doesn't fit with the team. So I, I feel like somebody will tweet at me once a month, maybe maybe twice a month. Hey, hey can we get DSJ back? Once a, once a quarter. Yeah, love, love DSJ, and I hope he gets another chance in a league. He just wouldn't fit here. It would just be a weird reunion and all that. So, yeah, leave that alone. Can I throw out you a trade? I'm not saying I would do this, but I'm saying who says no to this trade? The classic who says no. By the way, disclaimer, we do this for all these trades. Who says no? It doesn't mean we do it. Who says no? Yeah, what if, what if New York's saying, hey – we had Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. We had this Julius Randle thing again that I feel like Mavs fans have been debating on forever. I, I have not heard the Julius Randle thing in a long time. By the way, he's from Dallas as well, so I haven't heard that in a while, and I'm very glad because you're, you're I anti Julius Randle. I'm anti. So he has guaranteed money next year, eighteen point nine, and then the 2021 season it's like non guaranteed. So you can basically, I mean, it's basically be like a one year rental for the most part, and you're not cutting into cap space. Is he better than Maxi? At what? <laughs> uh, okay, let's just say Dallas offered Maxi. Uh, let me. If you're just going, if you're just going skill wise, I think that Julius Randle is better than Maxi Kleba. But I think Maxi Kleba fits like a playoff team better than what Julius Randle does. Let me just lay it out both sides. What if Dallas offered Maxi Delon and the 31st pick for Randle? And for New York, you're sitting there saying, hey, we get Maxi, who we think, you know, they could think is a, is a better overall player, and he can shoot some threes better than Randall. He's not going to be kind of like, hey, hog the ball type of player. Uh, kind of weird. Maxi is three years older than Randall. I know. <laughs> which is pretty wild. When you think about that, Randall's 25, Maxi's 28. Uh, and, you know, if New York, New York's going to suck for a while. So if they're like, hey, you know, DeLon and Maxi are under contract for the next couple of years on, you know, pretty, pretty good deals, you know, eight million each. And they get the 31st pick in this, you know, the cost control pick in top of the second round. And for, you know, Randall, who's probably going to leave after this year. So if you're Dallas, why would Dallas do it? Not only if Randall is the better overall player than Maxi. But you're also shedding $17 million in cap space in 2021 in Maxi and DeLon. Sad to get rid of Maxi. 
that would be sad. Uh, I don't like Julius Randle fit. However, I wonder what you know playing under a good coach would do for Julius Randle. He's played in L.A. when they were terrible and tanking, worst record in the league for five years. He played in New Orleans for wait, right? Didn't he go to New Orleans? I think so. Yeah. And then uh, and then he played with uh, the Knicks. So he's just played in terrible situations basically for him. So I wonder what he'd do. Um, he's a guy that likes the ball in his hands. This is not a team that would want to put the ball in his hands a no. lot. Not sure what he can do outside of that. And so um, at, an, at an elite level. It shot least. 27% so, yeah. from three. So uh, he's not going to be in the three-point contest next year. He was pretty good with the Pelicans, though. That's why a lot of people were high on him, and a lot of Mavs fans wanted him because he had that one year. But you have to watch out for some of these aberra- aberration. Aberration? Ab- well, I think oh. – I think it's, if you're Dallas, it's that satiation word again. If you're Dallas and you pursued a trade like this, you would want Randall to be like your own version of Harold, right? You would want him to be your energy guy. Yeah, you would want almost, him to yeah. be, you know, he does rebound. He rebounds quite well. He, he averages not, you know, <laughs> not for his career. So it's like you get this rebounder off the bench. You get this energy guy. He's back home. You know, you'd want to make it work at back home in Dallas. So I could see, I could see you're talking yourself into. I'm not in love with the fit like you are, but no. Like you. You're not in love with it. but yeah. Unlike. Yeah, unlike. We're both not in love with it. Uh, Julius Randle would be your energy guy, but unlike Montrezl Harrell, he is not insane. <laughs> I like Harrell. I'm still pro Harrell. He just doesn't have that crazy streak in him. Julius Randle doesn't. He's just way more of a chill guy, and I don't know if, I don't know if that, that kind of a role would translate for him. But Yeah. Uh, anybody so. else on this roster? Like, I don't. I don't think Bobby Portis. I wish I'm not. I don't know what's up with Reggie Bullock. I I've not watched this Knicks team very closely. Don't know what's up with him. He had all kinds of it seems like weird stuff going on with him. But he's the type of player that you would love, right? Like the yeah. last year, he, last year he played for the, the Lakers and he was you know pretty good for him. So I would take that type of player in a heartbeat. He's four point two million dollar non guaranteed deal. So who knows what's going on with that? If they if they turn it down. He, and he's an unrestricted free agent. That's a, that's a target for the Mavs. Yeah, but it's also a target for everybody. The Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors, and yeah. uh, but that also could mean that he's not healthy or he's not back. You know. Okay. So what uh, what does the clip or Clippers? What, what do the Knicks do with the qualifying offers to Dennis and Frank? Yeah, next next year, right? So yeah, not so this not this do- off season, but the twenty twenty one off season. They have but Dennis have- Smith Jr. and Frank Milikina as. Restricted free agent, but they have they have to you know decide that you know sometime next season whatever that d- date is yeah. they have to decide to pick up that qualifying offer therefore making them a restricted free agent and I just wonder will they will they get that will the Knicks pick it up or will they just let the contract run out for Nilakina or Dennis Smith Jr. and you know if you're da- I'm still on the island I still have a tiny hammock I have like an Eno hammock on the Nilakina Island. And I'm still there. Oh, so do all the all the Knicks fans have all kinds of houses and stuff there. They, they he, they'll resign him, I think. Okay, well, if they did put him on the market, I'm still a fan, kind of like Lonzo. Just take the swing on it. I wouldn't, you know, put a ton on the table for it, but I would like to see him next to Luca or coming off the bench. I know he's not this like crazy knockdown three point shooter, but still, I would much rather have a shot at him than bringing Dennis back if I was Dallas. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Frank Neely, but I think the Knicks would rather keep him than Dennis as well. I, man, this is a big year for Dennis, I think. Yeah. In in the league, but if he if it doesn't work out with the Knicks, hopefully he goes somewhere else and finds somewhere else that is a better fit for him. But man, that's two stops now. It's not a good fit. So I want three, Dennis, three is kind of the Dennis needs to go to like a really good franchise 
and a really good team yeah. at this point in his career. He needs to go to. I want to see him go to the Warriors. Warriors, yes. Oh yeah. Uh, I want to see him. I mean, go to the Lakers. <laughs> I know, like come come off the bench for the Lakers somehow. I mean, I know they got Caruso and stuff, but you know, go to yeah, those are very different players. Go fill the Rondo void. <laughs> Go to a, go to a good solid franchise. Go to the freaking Spurs. I don't know. Like go to a solid franchise and a winning franchise. Maybe come off the bench for a playoff team. Has some good vets. Blazers. Yeah, Blazers. Sure, do that. It's kind of an interesting one. Yeah, I would like to see him. Yeah, rekindle his career somehow. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Nothing but the best for Tennis with Junior. There you go. That's the Knicks and the Pelicans. That's some trade targets for you guys. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow and the rest of this week, five days a week. We're going to start up our draft profile soon, so check back in with us. Subscribe if you haven't, and we'll be on with draft profiles. Mavs Draft from Twitter will be on with us, so if you enjoyed that podcast we did recently, he'll be joining us to do, I think, all of our draft profiles he said he wants to be involved in, so we'll talk to him about all these guys. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. So- Boom. Smith. And he rears back in the thunderous flush by Dennis Smith Jr.